Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. One of us has to win every week. It's just a really good, healthy dynamic that we have yeah. going on. Yeah. In a good in a professional work yeah. environment. There's no, there's no set standard of what winning looks like, but one of us mm-hmm. does need to win each week. Right. <laughs> and the winning, the wins are subjective, but you know. Right. We do have to judge them, and we do we you know put our scores to the council every week and they decide <laughs> which one is a winner <laughs> and we and just go all over the again council is rupaul which is bad for both right <laughs> for yeah reasons. it's not really a f- it's yeah it's not a fair uh judging system but it is the one that we've got so you know yeah. we just gotta make do um that would be my nightmare i will say. <laughs> yeah no thank you i having some sort of subjective critique of what a winner and then there's no there's no rubric there's no nothing would be right an awful way to live yeah the worst thing that that. yeah no no (laughs) let's just say that we're both winners yeah we did it ourselves like participation trophies yes oh please everyone loves to shit on participation trophies if i got a trophy for every thing i got done on like my to-do list or even just waking up or like getting out of bed i would love that i would be so much more validated to do anything (laughs) it would be a pain to store them let alone yes sure yeah because i would just have trophies everywhere like let alone i fall a lot (laughs) yeah yeah and that would make it loud for me and my neighbors um just trophies everywhere but it would be the ultimate flex yeah, absolutely. Like, hi, welcome to my home. Oh my god, you have a lot of trophies. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm pretty good I at everything. My teeth, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember to take my meds today. You know, I just they just oh. come to my door. You know, they just they, I can't get rid of them. These trophies are taking over my house. Like, fucking hates me. I know. So, like, <laughs> I've made an enemy out of the USPS. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I didn't start doing NFTs, so listen listen <laughs> top 10 anime betrayals right there for re- like so I, rude i saw that news from you specifically <laughs> i knew that it had they had made an enemy of you the person yeah. who has been keeping them alive right single-handedly yes <laughs> yeah and that's that's a that's a real bummer right yeah there. you know what sometimes your heroes let you down you know <laughs> And that, you know, listen, hey, if you are just now learning that in your life, I'm sorry, but also congrats. Right. You're here. You have, you know, <laughs> your your mind's eye is opened. So you're welcome. Yeah. I'm glad that, hey, welcome to Into the Twilight. Your hey. heroes are people. Mm, yep. That's our, that's our message right there. <laughs> We're always saying that. Um, and they will let you down. So don't listen to them. Listen to us instead. Yeah. So yeah, right. <laughs> we will never let you down. <laughs> we can't promise that. We will absolutely let you down. No. Well. But also, no. don't think of us as heroes ever. <laughs> Gross. No, I'm. I am not a. I'm not a hero. Yeah. Um. I'm only human. That's got to be a song somewhere. Mm. You know? <laughs> That's been on Grey's Anatomy at some point. Yeah. Um, absolutely. <laughs> anyways, hello. Welcome into Twilight. Hey. I am glad that you are here. Welcome. Welcome to the space. How are you doing today? I am simply vibing. I'm out here. Um, I will say I have a bit of a a bit of a chuggy, perhaps happy thing. A bit of a, a basic binge happy thing. Welcome to into the chuggy. Welcome to into the chuggy. Absolutely. <laughs> um, it's snowing a lot, and Fuck. it's very pretty. I and it makes me happy. You. 
you know? it's It immediately turns to garbage slush because cars. Right. So fuck cars. Fuck cars. But fuck cars for real. <laughs> um, but just for the, the brief moments of it piling mm. up and like little flurries always makes, even if it's like two degrees up, which it always is here. But it's, if you're inside and you're just watching with like a nice little hot cup of coffee or some shit, beautiful, fabulous, love it. Makes me happy every time. It makes me forget that it, this is a terrible like weather any in any other capacity. Right. I love that. I love being inside while it is snowing. Yes. It's like the best state to be in, you know? 100%. Warm. Got maybe a little fireplace going on if you're fancy. Who kn- I don't know your life. Whatever. Hey, it can be on the TV too. We don't judge. It can be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're any form of fireplace, fireplace is valid. Yeah. <laughs> Police. Yeah. <right. laughs> the council of fireplaces. <laughs> you know what? Um, Actually, we are. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get us some Letterman jackets or something. with <laughs> trophies for that. <laughs> the council of fireplaces. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's great. I love just being cozy and, and watching a little snowfall. God. No. Goodness. Yeah, fact. That's you know what? It's basic, but sue me, okay? I love it. No, I won't. I, I, I won't apologize. I think that listen. If we have to live in the fucking climate change world, then mm. we get to embrace the parts. Right. That I gotta. Are right. I gotta appreciate the snow while we have it. So. Like, right. Exactly. Because we may not have it okay. next year. So <laughs> let's just have. Let's enjoy it now, okay? You know what? I'm so glad that you brought this up. I, for some reason, my TikTok for you page thought that I would care, which I did, about (laughs) the fucking, what's that big old, what's that big old puddle next to Chicago, that big old lake or whatever? Lake Michigan? (laughs) thank you. Gotcha. Um, (laughs) There was this, it showed me this video about the balls of ice that Michigan makes, Mm -hmm. and I almost shit my pants yeah it's wild (laughs) it was like this person was like hey welcome to lake michigan weather in the winter sometimes the water freezes and it makes balls of ice sometimes it makes pancakes and i was like what the fuck are you (laughs) talking about this thing freezes over anyways i was very confused why that thought i needed to see it but i felt like that was wild oh well, yeah i'm glad you know yeah welcome welcome to the great lake michigan <laughs> that's how are you doing my dude well now i remember that and i'm having right now you're stressed crisis. and scared because <laughs> <laughs> i keep i always forget sometimes that those five big puddles are like real water and they're like not mm-hmm. salt water and that is confusing to me sure um, but i'm i'm doing okay um it's been foggy here and dry for the past couple like seven days and that's weird um yeah i miss i can't believe i'm about to say this but i miss any sort of weather pattern rain snow anything (laughs) anything yeah (laughs) seeing sky i don't know um i have a fantastic thing to bring to the space this week Please. This was not found by myself. This is this was something that I saw on Twitter last week mm-hmm. from friend of the pod, friend of the family, Bren. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you, Bren. And it is a show on HBO Max called Finding Magic Mike. Ah, uh, please tell me everything. Okay, I'm about to fucking unload on you. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> prior to like two maybe three months ago i had not seen either magic mike movie whoa i listen i know listen you gotta get there at some point i know (laughs) i'm I'm glad you're here (laughs) i was under the impression that they were i don't know in the same kind of genre as like the bachelorette movie or whatever like sure yeah very very throwaway very just like guys swinging their dicks like right nothing Nothing that was important to see. I was so wrong. Right. Um, they are beautiful movies about just a bunch of guys who do happen to be dancers, but just having a good time, loving their friendship, all those kind of stuff. Yeah. Love and it. Dudes rock. <laughs> the dudes, dudes who love their bodies and love themselves rock. Yes. Now, <laughs> Correct. 
Um, they take the same energy, specifically the energy of Magic Mike XXL, which is the mm. better of the two movies, I must say. Correct. Correct. <laughs> um, because that movie was a hoot and a half. Into this show. And Ooh. aside from one specific, there's one dude on this show who I will not, I'm not referring to when I refer to the show as a whole. <laughs> you can absolutely get wrecked. Um, yeah. This show is about finding a dancer to go on the live show, which I did not know existed until this, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. We're learning. We're learning. We're growing. We're getting woke. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's about 10 guys who are not professionals. And the goal of the show, very similar to our bonus episode, Barb and Star, are about, it's about them finding their sparkle. Yeah, I love that. It's about these 10 guys trying to, every episode, they're trying to increase their confidence from the inside out. So it's not about like all this like external shit. It's like, how can we make you feel more confident? How can we make you like express yourself better? So the challenges are like uh, communication, uh, Mm. sensuality. It's not like, let's like throw your dick and like teach you how to lap dance which they do they teach them how to do a lap dance sure (laughs) it's about like how do we make you feel really good within yourself how you are right now so that if you end up coming on the show you can like showcase that with other people wow i love that it's, it's so cute the guys become best of friends and they become more confident with themselves and it's such a joy to watch aside from one fucko who i'm not referring to with this there's this one guy who's like a gross but everyone else Mm. is like they don't come in necessarily with experience but by the end they leave and they're like completely different because they they already had this inside of them but someone was like you are worth this right (laughs) And that's cute. That yeah, that's happen. really nice. Yeah. Um, and so it was really nice to see these like dudes who came in and they're like, yeah, like I can give a lap dance. And it's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> uh-uh. you don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, so if you were on the fence about watching it because you were like, I don't know what this is. Um, I would say give it a try because it's cute. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's just guys having just hyping each other up about Ugh. taking care like taking care of their bodies and stuff and that's cute i love that and they're they aren't all straight which is very important yeah so crucial we like blast the sirens <laughs> there's gay most shit in of here them are, but they're not all straight so, yeah <laughs> if you were like i don't give a fuck listen <laughs> trust me so <sighs> now I'm very excited about this. I'm already blushing. It's so I know. embarrassing. Oh, God. <laughs> um, our current events today are about the love of my life, Taylor Lautner. The man, the myth, the legend. The, it's it's Taylor song. week, baby. Yeah. It's fuck sweeps week. It's Taylor Lautner. It's oops all Taylor Lautner. <laughs> <laughs> He's finally feeling comfortable enough to like go back talk to press he's doing his movie tour right now going on the fucking today show going on fallon talking to we love to see it (laughs) and it's so nice because for so long now it's been like this very slow return to instagram yes and that's great because it's been him deciding what he wants the world to know yeah and i do feel like this is a larger version of this um but it's it is very nice to be able to talk about taylor lautner again even though the movie that he is promoting is so weird yeah the kevin james football movie <laughs> yeah uh, which is out by the way when we're oh shit yeah so go see it out. if you want <laughs> um it's on netflix mm-hmm. um the last time that we talked about it we were like what do you mean what do you mean home team? What do you mean fucking Paul Blart and Taylor Lautner? Like, <laughs> and I still feel the same way about it, but I will yeah. be watching it 
after this and um and fuck maybe we'll do a bonus Jonas on it who's shit yeah maybe um one of the things I'm very excited about though um is to talk about this Teen Vogue piece and it I want to say thank you to Sarah Delgado for this thank you Sarah for this very very meaty Teen Vogue piece journalism I love it we love to see it And a lot of this piece is talking about why, for quite a while, Taylor was out of the spotlight. Yeah. And this was not just something that he discussed in the Teen Vogue piece, but was part of his, like, press tour. Um, And it naturally was because of Twilight. (laughs) Like, it's that is really hard to do. And understandable that he had so much anxiety being out in the public yeah. when there's, there isn't really somewhere that's safe to go. Right. Yeah, he said he didn't step foot in a movie theater or a grocery store or a mall in a decade. Which is that's wild. I mean, up. like, it makes sense, but it's also bananas. It is. That's so much of your... And honestly, I bet that over the past, like, two plus years, he, and probably some other celebrities that we don't know about, are handling this better because they don't, they don't go out and do things the way that most people do. Mm -hmm. Um, But the idea of, I mean, I guess when you get to a certain level of fame, but it's like, even the grocery store, my friend. Right. Come on. um, I know that you can have your PA do that, but it's just like... You don't you don't want to just for fun, just to like get out. You don't want the joys <laughs> like, of just wandering stoned in a grocery store. <laughs> you yeah. want that that primal pleasure. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to like put on a podcast and just disassociate a little bit, you know? Yeah. Anyways. Um it's it's fucked up. Like that that should not happen to people. Yeah. That should not be the the option that happens there. Um, especially when it's happening because he's afraid right yeah that's that's fucked um the other thing that i think is worth mentioning is like part of his press tour is that he has been very open about talking about his fiance yes um, who he and his friends and family call her tay even though they both are no they're both (laughs) they're both taylors their names are both taylor i will never forget this yeah um but they she goes by tay um, one of the things I love about him is that he's so, he loves to gush about her. Um, yeah. And I'm assuming- I mean, remember that proposal? He loves to just go all out for this yeah. lady. <laughs> <laughs> and I am, I am making an, an assumption here that she is comfortable with being discussed. <laughs> like- Yeah, sure. That right. Is, that is a conversation that the two of them have had. Um, most of this information is from- his interview on the tonight show with <clears throat> jimmy Fa- God, it's so hard to say <laughs> james with, fallon <laughs> with james um it's very cute you can tell that like his face lights up when he's talking about her which is very nice um mm-hmm. but the other thing i didn't know about their engagement because i we've seen that we've talked about the photo yeah we saw um, the photos and stuff is and that- talked about him that was right next to their kitchen. <laughs> Sorry, that, what? <laughs> that fireplace, apparently, when he's talking about it on The Tonight Show, is apparently, like, right next to their kitchen. And what? so when when Tay was talking about, like, what she wanted from an engagement, she said something, quote, super simple. <laughs> at Great. <home." laughs> okay. And Taylor was like, yeah, 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 cool. Like, I can do that. I love that. Love simple. Don't you worry. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I'll do it at home, but I will still need to make it Instagram worthy. So, <laughs> so God, so it like reminds that. me that chaotic energy of it reminds me of the um, Kim and Kanye like Valentine's thing where they just had like oh roses all over the floor, and then Kenny G was just fucking jamming in the back, <laughs> and just like this random like thing right near their kitchen or whatever. It just oh, gives God. me that similar chaotic vibes. I love it. Like, oh, you want it at home? Great. Um, I cool. I can do that for sure. <laughs> I will never forget that post with Kenny G, um, especially because of the fact that I 
Kenny G was in Seattle, um, like, God, fucking three years ago or something. Yeah. And he was at the same Chinese restaurant that I was at 3 a.m. What? Having dinner. Um, it was when he did, like, a fucking very short-term residency in Seattle. Okay. And doing, you know, music stuff. I don't know, whatever the fuck. Um, and it was, like, 1 or 2 a.m. And we had just gotten done having karaoke with friends. Again, 3 plus yeah, years ago. Yeah, it's a different time. <laughs> it, it was a very different time. And we went next door to this Chinese restaurant that was, like, open to have food before we went home. And this guy with, like, eight people, some fucking eight disciples rolled up. <laughs> and again, like, 2 a.m. And it's like, who are these people? And he sat down, and I looked over, and I was like, I think that's Kenny G. And <laughs> Chris and his friend were like, no, that couldn't be Kenny G. And then they looked over and could not keep it cool. Just started, <laughs> like, cackling, taking out their phones. And I was like, you need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, you guys gotta like, be cool about this. You need <laughs> Don't to Don't disturb cool. Kenny G. <laughs> but again, like, I was sober. They were not. Um, but it's like, hello, Kenny? <laughs> like, what are you Mr. Doing? G? <laughs> Mr. G? Oh my um, god, that's so, I love that throughout this podcast, we've now kind of tapped into the the wild and random celebrity encounters you've had in the last <laughs> few months. It really, so really funny. brings me joy. Yeah. But anyways, so back to Tay. Um, one of the things that Taylor also mentioned is, because people, of course, will ask, is like, so about your fiance, she, <laughs> yeah. like, what about Twilight, you know? Yeah. And Have you so, guys talked about that? <laughs> <laughs> so naturally, Taylor mentioned that Tay, who was a, was introduced to him by his sister, which I thought was very cute. Yeah, that's um, very sweet. His sister, like, brought her over to a game night, because apparently Taylor's very into game nights. And Tay was a massive Twilight fan before they met. That's so funny. <laughs> was Team Jacob. Nope. 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 <gasps> was Team Edward. Not Team Whoa. Jacob. Whoa. Whoa. It was, quote, never Team Jacob. <laughs> never. <laughs> Not Team even Jacob. once. Yeah. Um, <sighs> wow. So, and, like, how could you not? You know, if they're a similar age range, like, it would be weird if she, like, didn't give a... F- I'm, well... Right. <laughs> <clears throat> she could have been one of those, like, actually, I don't care. I'm not like other girls. Right. And also probably would have been weirder if she was very into Taylor Lautner <laughs> in yeah. Twilight. And then also was fiancéed, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And was, like, also friends with his sister. Like, that would have been a little... Yeah. A little weird. But anyways, I think it's very cute. Um, I, I love that he is feeling a little bit more comfortable getting back out into press. Um, I don't expect this movie to be good. <laughs> no, <laughs> to be not at all. No. Um, but I do hope that it will allow him to feel a little bit more comfortable getting back into movies. So we'll see. Yeah. I'd love uh, to see it. I do have a quick listener question here from one of our all patrons. Right. This is from our patron, Hannah. Thank you, Hannah. Um, This was one of Hannah's comments about Adrian. Okay, our favorite boy. (laughs) Our favorite boy. And Hannah said, Adrian in the Vampire Academy books is yikes, which I agree with. But then the second sentence um, has me very confused, and I would like a little bit more explanation. Hannah Mm -hmm. goes on to say, Adrian in the Bloodlines books is much less yikes. Um, Cody, what, what, what is, what is that? What, what is that? Um, oh, it's, it's six more books <laughs> by Rochelle. Um, what? Uh, s- I have, full disclosure, I've never read them. So I don't know. But it's like a, possibly be about? It's like a spinoff. I don't know. Six books? <laughs> <laughs> but God, it's it's the it's worst covers yeah I, they're seen. so bad it looks like it follows a alchemist sydney sage isn't she in euphoria <laughs> oh man i love sydney sage in euphoria <laughs> <laughs> isn't that woman an actress in euphoria yeah <laughs> um but yeah i guess there's a whole fucking spinoff i have no idea what any of it does or means but it is there if we wanted to more of this 
The last book came out as recently as 2015. Okay, that's wild. That's... Were these happening? (laughs) Are these during... Are these books... Wow, this Wikipedia page (laughs) is... Calling this a Wikipedia page is generous. Um, (laughs) Is this supposed to be happening during the Vampire Academy, like timeline like canon i don't know that i have no idea i mean i would assume it's canon because it's written by well no like within like the actual timeline though is what i'm saying like i don't know if it's exactly like what you know because it looks like we got some familiar faces but in probably smaller uh roles maybe not with adrian but like for some of the other more prominent ones here um but yeah i i don't know whoa Okay, well, Hannah, so <laughs> if you have some more answers, I would appreciate it because now I am confusion. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you thought six books was over? How about six more, baby? Yeah, I was feeling pretty good about the fact that, like, we're, we're making pretty good progress. Right. Like, we're almost we were there. Be, yeah, we were going to be like, done with this pretty soon but apparently the fucking joke's on me yeah (laughs) so anyway so when we last left off Mm -hmm. rose was chilling Uh, chilling maybe is generous right (laughs) but she was doing her guardian thing begrudgingly Perhaps. Yeah, with Christian, you know. Yeah, um, but had her first trial, her first day, had kind of gotten into the swing of things, was watching him make the creepiest and grossest meatloaf known to man. Awful. So bad. Right. And th- things seemed to be going okay until she got her first personal test mm-hmm. and then kind of fucked it all up. Because she saw the ghost of Mason. Rip. That's where we left off. Where are we starting off with chapter five today? Ooh, we start this with a fucking disciplinary council. <laughs> because Rose's favorite thing. Rose's favorite thing. Uh, Rose loves punishment, famously. <laughs> um, I mean... um, and, well, <laughs> I mean... She's Listen. a glutton for it, but not this kind. No, not not this kind. Um, so normally, right, she would kind of, if she did something bad, she would have just had a little talking to with Karova or whatever. But this, she fucked up so bad that they have to, like, really get the guns in here. So we got, like, three guardians just yeah. chilling. Alberta, Emil, and Celeste. And Who's Dimitri's like... Rare. Yeah, it's rare to have it was one of the few, like, ladies, guardians. Real blue eyes, white dragon kind of thing. Absolutely, yeah. And, you know, a reverse card, if you will. Um, <laughs> and then there's also guardians just watching, you know, right. not really deliberating. And Dimitri's there, which, you know, makes Rose be like, God damn it, like, my this is embarrassing enough that I fucked this up. And also, I don't want everyone to think I'm, like insane because i saw a ghost and we don't even believe in ghosts in vampire universe you know because if you remember folks last week in in podcast time not in book time right rose did say to alberta's face i want you to know i don't fucking like christian and i'm not happy with this placement so don't be surprised if i don't if i like make a hissy fit about this right which doesn't really help her case because in in this instance uh she was accosted by trauma and froze (laughs) um but it looks bad because she literally was like well watch me i'm gonna fuck this all up and then proceeded to fuck it up intention unintentionally but still did and now everyone's like you're just trying to get back at us for giving you christian and she's like no i had i can't say it because you're all gonna think i'm silly or i'm lying but I don't know. I, I really didn't do it. And it's funny, too, yeah. that she's like, and, and Demetri, I think, chimes in, too, b- about this. But she's also just like, listen, if I wanted to, like, get back at you or Christian, I would have done something much more <laughs> damaging. <laughs> I would have done nothing, which is what I did. I would have actually just, like, humiliated him or you guys or something or done something a little more petty. You know me. 
This is I my the, shit. I love that Demetrius like, yeah, unfortunately she is right about that. Right. <laughs> I can confirm. Yeah, Demetrius like, I can vouch for this and you all know this. Uh, so she would on. not have just froze and let Christian and the other guy, quote, die. Like, right. done nothing. She would have put up more of a, a fight. Yeah. And they are like, damn, that's right. Like, so. you're, uh, you're not wrong, you know. <laughs> Ugh, God, how annoying. (laughs) (laughs) You have proven that to be the case several times now, so. Yeah. (sighs) And so, you know, basically, they're like, okay, you're lucky you got Dimitri on your side here. Because otherwise, we may have punished you a little bit differently. But you can still do your little tests. You can still graduate. You just gotta do some community service. And she's like, God damn it. I hate helping. <laughs> I hate community service. But they're like, like do you want do you want it for the rest of your your time here? And she's like, fine, I'll just do it for a day. I don't have to, I'm not going to push my buttons here, okay? Whatever. Yeah, cuz it's one day. It's literally one like, day of community service. And she's like, god damn it. And they were like, do you want community service for the rest of this program? She's like, all right, fuck, never mind. Fuck. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, and then, like, everyone leaves, and Demetri's like, hey, you want some hot chocolate? <laughs> Which is honest. hot chocolate? Yeah, you want the worst hot chocolate. He puts, like, two bags of, like, powder hot chocolate in a, in, in a mug and then does it twice. And it's like, that's the secret. You got to double it up. That's how it's good hot chocolate. <laughs> and it's just, or no, he puts four, he, four packets. So he really quadruples it up in here. And he's like, that's the secret. Um, and... They just have their, it's like, first of all, what a great thing to be like, after you just got bullied and accosted by adults, <laughs> like, and being like, you should be ashamed of yourself for all of this. And then just being like, hey, here's a little hot chocolate. Let's just chill and, <laughs> and talk about this and what the fuck is actually going on. Right. Rose. Because he obviously knows that. Something's up. Yeah. He knows that something's wrong. Yeah. Because it's unlike and- her to just like not do anything right or to make. Like, she's allowed to make a mistake, but the fact that she didn't do anything, and that was yes. the mistake, is a red flag for Dimitri. Because he's like, that's not how you operate at all. <laughs> like, if you're going to do something, even if it's wrong, you're going to go full into it, like, head first. You're not going to just, like, sit back. So what the hell is going on? And Rose still is just, like, keeping this in, which she loves to do. She loves to just, like, harbor on something and be the burden of her own, like, traumas and shit. But it's also like queen of symbolism is having Mm. this conversation happen with the two of them in a place we've never seen before. Mm. But is this glass enclosed porch? Yeah. No, we're still in winter. Yeah. So everything outside, like in maybe in the spring, this would be really nice. But because it's in the winter, everything is like glass and frost, and it's Mm -hmm. like it looks all icy. And it's like Rochelle, we get it. Like right. (laughs) We understand that things are not going well inside of Rose's little heart and brain right yeah. now. Yeah, right. And, and it sucks that, not, like, she's right. She's still not saying anything. She's still not opening up about it. And, like, I understand her reservations, right? Because it's, A, a wild conceit that the vampires don't believe in ghosts, but, like, whatever. Y'all do sure. your thing, I guess. Whatever. But, like, she I get not wanting to... Too. Weird. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Sure. What's going? What are the rules here? What are the actual creatures here? I need a. I need a book, a glossary, if you will. Yeah. But she was like, like the we knew that, and had our own myths and bedtime stories about things we don't believe in. And then she lists three things: werewolves, boogeymen, <laughs> ghosts. Is that it? Those are the only things you don't that, believe in. I just, and like one of one of these things is not like the other. I feel. <laughs> Like, Boogeyman feels like, you know, just, like, storybook, whatever. But, like, Mm -hmm. if you are actual vampires, I feel like werewolves and ghosts, not out of the question. Nope. You know? But whatever. That's a semantics problem. That's my problem with Vampire Academy. But, like, I understand the reservation of being, like, I don't want them to think that I'm loony, right? But she doesn't have to say, like, I saw a ghost, you know? She can just be, like, I keep, like like seeing mason like i there's something that's like disrupting my vision my emotions because of trauma you know and i feel like dimitri would vibe with it maybe not like the the scary council whatever that's valid 
but like with Dimitri, who fucking knows she's full of shit and being like, I just, I'm going to be fine. I'm not going to make a mistake next time. You know, obviously I think he would vibe a little bit if she was just like, Hey, I keep something weird is going on and I don't know how to explain it, but it is fucking me up. Dimitri of all people would be able to understand if she was like, Hey, I, uh, have PTSD. Yes, literally. Um, like, <laughs> But I think that that also makes it a lot harder because, one, he's her trainer. Yeah. But also her, the person that she has a crush on. Right. So it complicates things because it's not just that she doesn't want to be vulnerable with him, but it's mm-hmm. also like, I want you to take me seriously. Yeah. And it's like, I can do this. But I don't know, I don't know if I can trust myself. Yeah. So I don't know if I can trust you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And so I definitely feel for Rose in this moment of like, I, since I don't know what's going on, I don't want to share this with you until I figured it out. Right. Like I got to know for me first, you know, what it is. But that makes, it's going to make it things worse as we see by the end of this, (laughs) by the end of these chapters, because something is very much going wrong with Rose. Um, yeah. And no one, she's not telling a fucking soul about it. Yeah, and I appreciate too that he's like, hey, you're not alone in this. You know, I know you're not going to hear this. <laughs> you're not going to internalize it probably for a while. But I am here. You know, you don't have to, like, this is a very lonely job to begin with. Right. Might as well have some solidarity and like people in your corner and not just feel like you have to, fight everything yourself but of course Rose isn't gonna think like that but it's nice that you said it at least (laughs) yeah the only thing that she really does think about is like damn Demetri do you have any friends (laughs) right (laughs) thankfully she doesn't say out loud right yeah it's like damn are you lonely (laughs) like am I your only friend Demetri (laughs) and the answer is probably yes yes absolutely (laughs) because they are the same and don't open up to anyone so yeah Uh, so frustrating (sighs) it is it's very frustrating because I understand. I understand why Rose is doing this. It doesn't make it okay. Right. But I understand why she's doing it. So. Yeah. <sighs> Chapter six, we get gossip fucking mill again. Rumor mill is back because nobody in Vapor Academy slash Slink Vladimir's can fucking keep their mouth shut <laughs> for a goddamn just, second. Like, no fucking confidentiality in this place. Yeah. First of all, yes. And also the fact that this gets around without anyone like having Twitter or something is very impressive. Like the the speed of which everyone knows all the drama is fabulous. Like it is just so widespread. I and I'm know very who impressed. is the gossip girl? Because it wasn't Adrian. Right. Like before Adrian got here. So who is it? And when are we going to find out who they are? Exactly. I need to know, please. That's what um, I want but fucking, a spinoff series about. Jesus. Yes, the, the, the same Vladimir Gossip Girl. Yes. <laughs> but like, because even she said there are only like three people that even saw that thing happen. But by the time she's walking in the hallway, everyone's fucking chit-chatting about it. And she's like, motherfucker. Like, there's a rat I hate. <laughs> like, I can't do one thing and not have everyone on my butthole about this. Come so on. So now I gotta fucking punch people. Is the answer. That is the answer. Which, you know, Rose, uh, you're, you're going to do what you're going to do. Okay. Um, because what's his face? Ryan. Yeah, she's shadow kissed. So what is she going to do? So she's trying to find Christian. And Ryan is like talking smack and being like, wow, you know, you're you're pulling some shit over there. Like, how dare you kind of shit. And just being super aggressive and super like snotty. And she's like, you know what? Brian, <laughs> it's how about you? Ryan. How about you fucking like stop blaming me for like a, a weaponizing the fact that Mason died? That's yeah, fucked up, rude. right? Very rude and fucked up, and has a lot. Obviously, she has a lot of shame about that already. Ryan, like you think she doesn't? It's been like know that? maybe two weeks. You think she doesn't think about Mason all the time, Ryan? Yeah. You think that's Whether really going to get? a real ghost or a manifestation of her shame. Not cool, right? Not cool, so but come on. And so she's like, how will you fucking focus on your fucking guardian test, idiot? Um, and then decides to pull out an experiment of her own, a little test of her own. Just yeah, to, poor Camille. Yeah, Camille gets the real short end of the stick here. Um, because Rose is just like, let me just fuck Camille up and see how you react to your precious Maroi. Uh being you know taken from you when you don't expect it or whatever and have a real life simulation 
Um, but in the meantime, uh, Camille is just like, I don't want to be part of this. <laughs> like, <laughs> experiment, please. Like, you guys have your beef. I think you should squash it. I don't want to be that, though, for you. So please put yeah, me I down. I sign up for this. And then we get our, our, our favorite uh, clove cigarette boy, Adrian, up in the mix. Um, Adrian just in the, roaming the halls all the time. Right. Just being like, ladies, ladies. <laughs> like, Ugh. let's... uh you know, settle this. Let's just put her down. Let's just have a, have a nice civil conversation. Obviously using compulsion, which Rose is like, I, fuck, how dare you? Fuck off. <laughs> Adrian, <laughs> this is my, I'm doing my battle. All right. Don't you fucking do this to me. Now listen, I am, this might be the only time that I'm grateful that Adrian was just like fucking around. An actual great time to step in, you know? Yeah. Because he's an adult. Yeah. So the, I think that that is his responsibility because uh, Rose was in beast mode and was actually hurting Camille. I don't, she was not planning, like that was not the intention here. It was very much to like fuck with Ryan, but she mm-hmm. was getting a little too rough and Camille was like, hey, like, okay, excuse me, <laughs> leave, uh, leave me. I am, like, you're making a point and I don't want to be part of this. Point. Yeah. I just want to go to class. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I understand why Adrian used compulsion because I think that Rose was going to get a little too far here. Yeah. Um, but Rose very much does not like her mind being fucked with. Yeah. And we get this cafeteria scene. I... Which, ooh, rough. Um, so Liz is there, obviously quite mad about everything that has transpired. Didn't see the fight or anything, but the whole Christian situation... And she was like, oh, did you get suspended or expelled or some shit? And she's like, no, I just got, you know, community service, you know. And they're just pissed at each other. Adrian's just kind of lurking and being like, what the hell's going on? Like, can you tell me what the tea is? I don't really know. I just kind of popped in here. But, like, if someone can break down what happened, I would appreciate that. Because <laughs> apparently Adrian's the only one that doesn't know the gossip. Yeah, truly. The only person in the whole school has no idea. He's the only one that isn't on the fucking Vampire Academy forums, which is weird. Yeah. But okay. Um, <sighs> I did find it interesting. So, like, Lissa is is pissed, yeah. understandably, because she's like, right. you fake killed my boyfriend. Right. That, that's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that, and naturally, Rose is pissed off because she's like, I didn't don't jump to the same conclusions that like the guardians did i didn't do this on purpose right but she's also not telling lissa no it's like rose you guys are bond babes right i think you can have a little conversation without getting judged or feeling judged you know yeah um and it's I think when she finally, like, taps into what Lissa's feeling, it's just curiosity. It's not, like, judgment or anything. She just yeah. like, genuinely wants to know, mm-hmm. which I think makes Rose feel a little bit better, but she still doesn't say anything. Yeah. And that does not help Rose being, like, I. she can't even, well, she can, but she feels like she can't even tell Lissa of all people. Yeah, which, like, and, oh. <laughs> And it's fucked, right? Because, like, in the in the library that they're in right now, Adrian's mm-hmm. there and Lissa's there and Eddie's there. But he's – Eddie's standing guard because the important thing to know is, like, mm. like last week, Rose is not supposed to be talking with them right now. Yeah, they she's should be fully to be, on duty. Yeah. She should be, like, in gargoyle mode. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's a little gargoyle <laughs> mode. Um. But she's, Rose doesn't give a fuck right now. So. Right. Yeah. And then uh, at some point, well, before we get a little watchdog action, Adrian's kind of making a sly comment being like, oh, this is all probably just a big prank because, you know, actually I want you to be my, my guardian, but you don't want that. And you're just trying to like make a scene and just try. And it's just like, Adrian, shut up for one fucking second, please. Yeah. Uh, but then we get Eddie um, being like, hey, we, you got to let's come on we got uh someone's gonna come in here and see that you're fucking horsing around or whatever yeah um and she just like f- fumbles and just like goes through like uh, to this like uh, positioning of being like yep i was not doing anything don't you worry <laughs> nope, i wasn't talking to them i wasn't doing anything yeah um oh and then we get this conversation too about the um 
Oh, uh, Victor. Victor Dashkov situation because she's still just been keeping that for some reason. I guess a lot of things have happened, so like understandable. Um, but she's just like, oh yeah, so I did want to talk to you guys about Victor Dashkov, and he's not hasn't been found guilty yet, and he actually has to do a trial. He's just like squatting up in 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 vampire prison or whatever. Um, and well, I think also, this is the same day. Right? Like, she yeah. found out this information this morning. Oh, yeah. I, this time in this book is wild. But yes. Yeah. So she's like, okay, let me tell you the tea. Okay. Uh, we're not invited, which is rude, first of all. <laughs> it might be, like, sus legally. Right, sus legally. And also, I don't know how vampire law works or whatever, but that seems a little sus to me. Right. But also, you know, there is a chance that he could be found not guilty. And if he comes back out we're fucked for real you know right and a lot of other people are probably fucked too yeah it's not good mm-hmm. especially when the i think it was one of the guys when rose ends up like standing up next to eddie thank god eddie pointed out the eddie's a homie walking. yeah eddie, he is always on the lookout was. yeah we stand eddie um eddie god I hope that dude survives because, like, I love him. Yeah. Um, he's he's real. Um, when the guy walks in and is, like, taking notes and Rose ends up, like, standing up and is like, fuck, okay. Um, we're not getting any resolution with these comments and, like, whatever. Um, it's – Rose is not doing well emotionally. Um, it, she keeps describing this as, like, a black mood that is yeah. coming over her. Um, kind of like shadows, some might say. Mm-hmm. Um, and she keeps trying to repeat her to herself the guardian mantra of like the Maroi come first, but it's really starting to like grind her gears. So, uh, something's not going well with Rose. Yeah. Um, and Rochelle is trying to make us wonder, like, hmm, is it trauma? Mm, mm. Or is it the shadows? <laughs> is that little, is her little kiss with death creeping in? Um, and the answer's both. But right. <laughs> yeah, I think we're supposed to know that it's probably that death that's kind of creeping in. So, um, I am curious mm. where chapter seven and eight are going to take us, mainly because I personally want to see Vampire Court. Um, I wanted so bad. I want Vampire Court, please. I need it. Um, I want to know what it looks like. I I want Rose on the stand just making a scene. I want it so bad. Because you know that she's not going to be able to be professional. And so I just need to do it for my own good, personally. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But until then, we have some amazing patrons to thank. Hell yeah. Would you like to start us off? Absolutely. Thank you to Katie Black. Ooh. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Boing, 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 boing. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Carrie Goldberg. Bam, bam, bam. Thank you to Mickey Meyer. Ooh. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Ah. Whoa. <laughs> Thank you to Mulch Gray. Mulch. Ooh. Thank you to our unofficial intern, Braver Than the Marines, yes. Taylor, uh, Brown, uh, Town, uh, Lautner. Yes. Woo. Thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Woo. Thank you to Cassandra Bomer. Bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam, Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. 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 Thank you to Aaron Weber. Ooh. Thank you to Clara Belikov. Thank you to Katya Karp. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Hannah Dragomir. Thank you to Hope Castile, our newest patron. Hello. Welcome to the family. Welcome. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Ooh. Thank you to my mom, <gasps> your mom, <gasps> our mom, Kelly <gasps> Beck. Woo. Woo. Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh. Thank you to Laura Forty. Bow, bow, bow. Bow, bow, bow. 
Thank you to Abby Penn. Ooh. Thank you to Catherine Hathaway. Ooh. Ooh. And last but not least, thank you to Dan Zeklos. Ooh. Hell yeah. I have a fan fiction for you today. <gasps> wow. It is titled, I found it myself. Oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> it is titled, What If? It was written by the author Silver Sin of the Cosmos. And it was published on March 18th, 2021. The summary goes a little like this. What if things had ended differently during the rescue in Frostbite? This is a story of what if and how maybe one thing going different could change the story. And this is all a one shot. All right. <laughs> As the two guardians gaped in obvious shock, Rose dropped her sword onto the ground with a clang, and she shakily stumbled over to the nearest wall, her arm visibly trembling as it aided her as she sunk to the floor. A pained groan escaped her, and it was only then that the guardians noticed the thick, heavy blood stain at her shoulder. Before either of the guardians, specifically Dimitri, could rush over to assist her, it was Mason that came half sprinting over. Rose, are you okay? He asked with panic as his eyes locked onto her injury. In response, Rose's face twisted. Am I all right? She asked with deceptive calm. Somehow, even though he was barely conscious, Eddie had the incredible presence of mind to plug his ears. You absolute asshat. What were you thinking? In what universe is sneaking off to eliminate Strigoi by yourselves as two unpromised hampires and one Maroi a good idea? She finally exploded, rage lighting her features under all the blood. Mason, Mason shrinks back, a combination of shocked and frightened on his face. End scene. Wow. Damn. There's, there's <laughs> a lot of exclamation points mm, in this one that. shot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yelling by both Rose and Janine Hathaway. Um, and it seems like there is some a uh, little bit of hurt comfort here. So if any of those things are your thing, this would be a good one shot for you to take a look at. This is for you. Absolutely. This is for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, folks, if it is snowing in your area, enjoy. We've given you so many media suggestions, so enjoy those. But yes. until next week, as we say here in the Pacific Northwest. Get bit. And get whipped. Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.